who is a passionate Ukrainian uh, hereditary uh, of Ukrainian parents and she is now passionate about supporting Ukrainian refugees in Australia. So I wanted to talk quickly today about that process for you, what it took to get involved and what it gives back to you in terms of your that passion and mission to help Ukrainians at this terrible time. Gosh, what it took to get involved just to be born as a Ukrainian kid in Australia. Um, I was born of, of parents that were very involved in our community, uh, a father that was larger than life. And when you have a small community, uh, it is a village. And so when you are in a strange country, you stick to those in your village. And so I grew up with the history, with the customs, uh, and grew what up. a lovely thing to mm. be in Australia, but still mm. have that connection to Ukraine. Mm. Very strong connection, and I think that happens to, well, it does happen to all of the, the different ethnic groups that were forced, first migrants to the country. Um, you hang on to what you have and, um, and honour it. And being the first generation Ukrainians in mm. Australia meant that we were very close to the history, uh, to the customs. Um, because that's all the parents had to give us. Um, and so I was one of the lucky ones. I had a father that was very, very involved and a mother. Yeah, and so uh, you couldn't help but get involved uh, initially because he forced you to. Um, so, yes, Lisa was made to um, be a Ukrainian dancer, even though I was also a ballet dancer. Um, I did everything, you know, yes. I was the kid reading poetry on the stages, um, every time we had an event. My father ran the dancing school for many years. Um, I couldn't learn the language at our language school because my ballet classes interfered. So I got stuck oh. with language every night on my mother's oh. knee <laughs> and couldn't, couldn't be released for any television or anything until I had done at least a half an hour of reading or writing or, or something. Oh. Lisa, I want you to reflect right now the moment that you heard that Russia had invaded Ukraine. Can you share with me what that was like for you? Well, that was extraordinary. I was woken up by the ABC. Uh, it was six o'clock. I was woken up by uh, the ABC asking could they please interview me uh, regarding the invasion of Ukraine. That was how I heard. And gosh, it was that momentary, oh my goodness, and I really said, happening? could I actually uh, ask you to call me back in about half an hour? You've just woken me. I need to get my head around this. I don't know anything about it. Mm. So in half an hour, it was getting onto some uh, feeds, um, seeing what was happening. Mm -hmm. And of course, it was all over the media. Oh, definitely. And... Um, and then I have an interview that uh, has been recorded. Um, that, that's actually how I found out. Mm. It was the, the scariest uh, moment I have had, I think, in my life. Because I felt as if the war was actually in my, my house. Yeah. Um, and I was uh, not able to really um, process it. Mm. Um, and 
the, the constant, what do I do? What can I do? I actually knew exactly how to talk about it. You knew how to um, talk about it, but yes. it, was, it took a while to, to work out that there would be refugees and that you would be... That was the scary part, because yes. I'm one of refugees that came yes. from... And the term that we have been instructed to use by our, our head organisation is not to refer to them as refugees. They're not refugees. They're actually displaced people. Yeah. So... Um, that that's caused a bit of uh, consternation amongst some people. They don't like being called uh, DPs. That's mm. the that's well, how we we, we call understand. them. But they are DPs, and um, so yeah, that half an hour that I had, I knew exactly what to say. Yeah, I knew exactly what they were going to ask me, mm. and I knew exactly what to say because we have been facing this for a long time. So from the 2014 invasion, when the east um, was, the Crimea was taken and Donetsk, um, we knew that this was inevitable. Um, we didn't know that it was actually going to happen on the 24th of February. So my responses were, and people have come back to me and said, oh my goodness, I heard the interview and everything you said has happened. Um, because I said, don't think Ukrainians are going to walk away from this. And of course, you, everybody knows how, how we have reacted. Um, it was extraordinary. And so getting off the phone from that interview, because there were others that ensued after it, um, was, it, it was just one of those surreal moments of, now what, yeah. for, for me? And for me, I'm a senior in the community. And, and that so led you to leave. I know that that's now my my next my next trajectory, and that's exactly what's happened. Lisa, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us. I know we have a longer conversation booked down down the way a bit, so thank you for your five minutes on the that's couch my, with me. My that's absolute my pleasure. Thank you, darling. Thank you.